A nation that does not honor God will not honor man. Faith is the foundation of freedom. This is OSV Talks, a show where we explore topics from prominent Catholic leaders to spark discussion, explore new or re-explore old approaches, and inspire creative thinking, all from the heart of the church. My name is Doug Took, and I will be your host. Hi, welcome. I'm here with my friend Michael Kenny, and I love that we're sitting down visiting because it makes me so happy. This is a treat. Thank you for being here. It's an honor to be here. I love that you're here. Thank you. The president of the Pro-Life Partners Foundation, a senior fellow of the Cardinal Newman Society, a Notre Dame grad, a practicing lawyer. What are you not doing, right? Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good question. (laughs) I'm fortunate to be able to dabble in a number of different things. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Promulgator of film. That's yep. something that you and I have worked on together. Yeah, I love it. I love it, too. I think uh, of all the passion kind of projects, that's my favorite because I think it has such a great impact. You I know you live yeah. in that world. Yeah. You and I, uh, you turned me on to uh, George Schwartz yep. and his book, In God We Trust. Yep. Um, I got to read it for audible.com. Yep. That was it's a been, treat. It's been a huge hit. And um, you know, as soon as our son walked in and heard your voice, he said, that's the voice. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's terrific. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Um, but Bob Schwartz is a great friend who helped kind of that message too. But it was when I got to read what you contributed to the book about the constitutionality of abortion. It knocked me out. I I remember reading it for the recording and then I remember rereading it like this is very compelling. And I just think that that's, I think that you have lent language to a spiritually led compelling argument for the constitutionality of abortion. And I'm wondering if you can kind of unpack that for me. I know you talk about it in your OSV talk, but I just really love the way you articulate it. No, thank you so much, Doug. You know, this comes in a a fine tradition. We have the benefit of these founding documents that give us the language. And so whenever our country has gotten in trouble, as it did, of course, with slavery and with segregation, Mm -hmm. we have these leaders that have risen to the occasion Mm -hmm. and have so eloquently recalled our birth certificate the declaration of independence so right so our birth what, certificate yes, i don't yeah. know if i i don't know if i've heard that before <laughs> yeah, and i yeah. actually oh, really yeah. like that oh yeah it's really it's it's astonishing to ponder because um i in my talk reference gk chesterton uh-huh. who points out the truth that yeah. we're the only nation ever founded in advance based on a document yeah you know? yeah and that's uh, true and, and all these beautiful principles. So That's incredible. Yeah. Do you think you'd be doing what you're doing now when you were 25 years old? Uh, did you, well, did you know I, what I, you were going to be doing? I, I don't. I, I can't say that I knew that I would be doing this exactly other than to say that I was, I've always been so uh, grateful for who, who we are as Americans, what we stand for, mm-hmm. what we strive, what we aspire to mm-hmm. be. And so um, I was always drawn to that. Um, but I, I had thought that uh, more of a, quiet life as an English professor maybe in a I university writing that. books or something like that, that. <laughs> but, uh, but I've been, I've been uh, placed in, in, in the public's eye um, probably more than I expected. Indeed. Yeah. What do you love yeah. about the law? What drew you to the law? Well, uh, for me, the, the, uh, uh, the ability to think about the natural law, the Catholic intellectual tradition and how that has shaped who we are as a country mm-hmm. you know, and, and then how we have tried to advance that, those principles internationally. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it, it ties so well with who we are as Catholics, you know, Indeed. because ultimately um, just laws, you know, come from uh, what is the ultimate truth. Yeah. And, and even you think of Dr. Martin Luther King, 
as he's sitting in the Birmingham jail mm-hmm. and he's responding to a a petition that was in the newspaper and the petition was signed by a number of um, Christian leaders that's right. know, asking why are you protesting that's right and and in that he literally cites St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas for the proposition that unless a law is tied to eternal law it's not a just law yeah. and so that that's what draws me to the practice of law incredible how has it changed that. how has it changed in your career well I, I think that uh, the experience of going through law school is a sobering experience because Indeed. unfortunately you know we're human beings and um and in that in that context, uh, you begin to read cases that uh, seem result oriented as opposed to principle based, mm, and result oriented, re- result oriented instead of principle based. Yes, yeah. That's, so that's discouraging. That's loaded you know, and yeah, discouraging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so uh, you know, incredibly brilliant people who have risen to these positions of you know federal court or supreme court. Uh, so very articulate, well written, but uh, in the end it's almost more dangerous because they're using those gifts yeah. to create uh, a result that, you know, strikes people as, as, as a reasonable outcome when in fact it's fundamentally flawed. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh my goodness. So, so that, that, I guess that's just a sobering aspect. Uh, but you know, it's the nature of law as you, um, I, I've, I've often said that while lawyers justly have been criticized through the ages and, um, because it's an awesome responsibility to uh, administer the law, and it's so uh, susceptible to being corrupted. Um, mm-hmm. When I do meet really honorable, impressive, talented lawyers, uh, it's hard to find a more impressive person because yeah. uh, <laughs> someone like a Clarence Thomas. Sure. I mean, if you've seen the most recent document uh, uh, docu- documentary on his life, um, uh, it, it's just uh, incredible uh, what he's gone through and how he... He went to conferences on the natural law after becoming a judge to yeah. understand it better. You know? Yeah. And so that's what draws me to, to great lawyers and judges. Yeah, indeed. No, that's incredible. It's a yeah. testament to that greatness. It I is, love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are your role models? Who are the ones that yeah. maybe formed you, but also the ones that you just kind of look up to and go, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Who are your heroes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so for me, uh, I'm... I, won the lottery in terms of being born in a great family mm-hmm. and so I have to begin with my my parents you of know who just uh modeled so well what it means to be a father and a mother yeah um I uh, really admire my wife yeah. she has uh, um just broad and special beautiful gifts and uh and we have a large family and so managing all that is amazing yeah um in terms of public figures, I, I greatly admire Lincoln. Uh, yeah. The idea that he persevered through so many failures. Y- and, yeah. And uh, developed a voice that included storytelling and uh, a sense of humor. and Incredible. And brilliance. Uh, and um, I admire the writings of Dr. King. I know there are questions uh, regarding his character and different ways of his life and so Indeed, forth. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, uh, especially in those times to have... Um, emphasize civil disobedience mm-hmm. for a greater good mm-hmm. would, you know is astonishingly admirable it is you know? it is yeah. yeah that's a good answer so, yeah. that's a good answer <laughs> well, uh you you've been drawn to the defense of the innocent this is yeah. clearly yeah, yeah, a yeah. huge part of your it life is, for goodness yeah. sakes you're you're leading a foundation that helps create foundations essentially yeah. to to support pro-life efforts well said. What, um I, I understand the spiritual side of the defense of the unborn it, yeah. it's it's huge it's yeah. a big deal yep. What drew you to that? What what drew you into that? That's a very yeah. pr- that's a very um, it's 
inherently controversial yes, yeah. because it feels inherently political. Right. What right. drew you to that fight? Yeah, yeah. So I um, I think a couple of things for me. One, um, all law is ultimately based on the recognition of the dignity of the human person. All, all law, law is, is say that again. All law is fundamentally based on the recognition of the dignity of the human person. That's a great statement. And, and, and that's essential. And that's the starting point. Um, the other foundational principle in law is that uh, there's never a just reason to uh, act unjustly toward an innocent person mm. you know, in any context. So mm. that's why we have the principle of innocent until proven guilty. Because, Correct. That's um, so important to administer justice. And yeah. so, so those concepts are particularly uh, uh, represented in the context of an unborn human being because they have no capacity to have caused anything other than innocence. Yeah. You know, Mark Twain was famous for a number of his stories where he just referred to them as the innocents, you know, right. the, uh, young people. So, so, so I guess um, this particular issue, you know, because it so fundamentally upends those foundational principles, mm -hmm. um, it seems as though there's nothing more important to correct. And something you've said repeatedly, which I adore, uh, is that there's really no contest in terms of this is a person like right, that, that's right. like, the science is yeah. no, 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 this is a person. Right. Right, um, right. Or if it's not a human life, what kind of life is it? Because right, that's, that's just right. that's just weird. That, that's right. that, that science goes back to the 70s. It, oh, oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. The, the real argument here, yeah. the real feistiness of right. this is, is that person protected correct under the law well said but it's yeah. amazing right but yeah. isn't that amazing that we just articulated that in 30 seconds yep. but that yep. that's the fight that's the issue that's it right yeah, there yeah yeah now now the opposition will take issue with your characterization um because they want to uh, separate a human being from the legal definition of what it means to be a person but that um i i think is one of those things that you might say in the ancient world a sophist would say someone who would um, manipulate words to suggest that um, they're not equatable and I, I know there are sophisticated legal arguments around uh, you know what it means to be a person under the law but uh, you hit it right on the head when you said this is a human being so you're in the the, the species which is to be protected right. is, is by the beauty of our documents exactly and, yeah. and so you know, I, I, I don't find that to be um, a, a reasonable distinction. It's unre fundamentally unreasonable. Well, spiritually, it's impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. spiritually impossible. I mean, you yeah. and I can't, if we were theologians, we're, we, we're not going to craft a, a truth-filled theological argument that says your personhood is separate from your human being -ness. Right, right, exactly. In fact, Plato yeah. would be rolling yeah. over in his grave right now. Yeah, he would and, just be like, no, 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 no. Right. That's not possible. That, that the two are true. so deeply connected. Then, of course, the theology affirms that. So, But I would also argue that the the law cannot separate those two uh, uh, without being without undermining the integrity of the law yeah. once you do that you're yeah. you're create you're introducing something that's arbitrary right you know and that's well and i want to be I, I mean for you know there's a moment of drama but like i i want to <laughs> i'm a father of women and i get i get angry when the argument becomes but it's my right R-I-G-H-T yep. to remove this person because that right I don't I can't find that one yeah, I'm not sure where that 
that's the wrong word. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's yeah. the wrong word. Well, the to only use. way that the only way that that can work under the law, in my judgment, is if you uh, completely eliminate any reference to the other human being's right. Yeah. And, and so even in the oral Which is what we've done, Which right? is what we've so done. So this person has no rights. Correct. So therefore you have the right and, and, to do. Oh, yes. Yeah. And and, it, and then it proceeds to be, um, not only do you have the right, but you are have a fundamental liberty interest. Your freedom yeah. allows you to include that decision. But you can only get there if you eliminate any reference to the other human being's rights. Which and is what e- we've done. Which is what we've done. Even in the oral argument in Roe, um, that issue came up and uh, it's now available to hear the audio argument. You can hear you the can, audio hear argument, argument of, of Roe v. Roe v. Wade. Wade. And when you do that, yeah. you hear a, a one of the justices ask the attorney for the abortion position, if we conclude that the unborn is a person and therefore has what we call 14th Amendment rights mm-hmm. uh, uh, to equal protection, um, you have no case. And and the uh, Sarah Weddington, the attorney for the abortion position, conceded it you know it's on tape you know so so it's just a matter of um, recognizing that truth and 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 having the courage to follow through on the consequences of that it's the right thing to do and we have to do it to heal our country i think a lot of people don't know that i just think i think the conversation has fallen short of the depth that we're even trying to have right here at the table and again we're not yelling at each other no no we're just not complex yeah let's just have the conversation And I, that's sad to me. It's also yeah. at the risk of being dramatic. It's a little bit diabolical. And I know yeah. that you oh, get yeah. into that in your talk about the, the evil of that. Something that I love about your tone and who you are and the way that you lead and that you write is that you seem to speak in such a way that's so loving and affirming. Yeah. And you've taken a vested interest now in the last couple of years in film and taking the story and, and promulgating the story forward. What is it that you love about film? What What's the attraction yeah. there? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. not law, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, taking yeah. you a totally different yeah, yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I love no, it. No, I love when you speak it, about film because oh, you. you get yeah, excited. I get very excited. Yeah. And thank you very much. And I, I um, you know, as a child was just uh, totally captivated by great film. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's because uh, film, um, you know, as John Paul II reminded us by quoting Dostoevsky that it, beauty will save the world and mm. you experience that right Doug when you yeah. see a great film or you hear great music you're you are in a transcendent moment where you're um transformed and yeah. and I I don't think we could ever have too much beauty you know yeah. and so whatever I don't think we could <laughs> ever have too much beauty <laughs> no. I love yeah. that line and well, I think you're totally right <laughs> well and, and, <laughs> and so if I can in some way advance beauty through film or yeah. any other project um you know i'm i want to sign up for that yeah and there's a lot of ugliness right i mean yeah, there's yeah. a lot of ugliness yeah there's a lot yeah. of ugliness in film right sure um, oh, yeah, yeah. so to counter that with i mean we we you know at odb films at renovo media group when we talk about filmmaking we always talk about it as visio divina i mean we t- we're trying to talk about yeah, it as like the sacred like great. a sacred reconciliation i'm not talking yeah. about pg films versus rated r films yeah, yeah. we can make a beautiful rated r film oh, sure, 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 but i sure. but i really i think to think of it as less than that cheapens the beauty that oh, you're trying to promulgate oh, yeah, yeah. what makes a film beautiful well I, I think that first you have to have excellent production qualities and so here with renovo and in the context of these OSB innovation talks, uh, you start there and it gives me chills, you know, just to be here in this space with you and see the level of expertise and um, quality of production, That's that's gotta be the starting place. Because it does, the bar has to be very, very high. high. Because yeah. uh, otherwise you're not 
honoring the beauty that you're trying to present. Yeah. You know? So um, that's hard to do. And once you have that, uh, then it's uh, to me about um, attracting the right writers who can take the stories and then tell the stories Indeed. at an excellent level. Yeah. Because uh, stories are, to me, similar to a symphony where they have to be really carefully thought through yeah. and presented uh, so that you are engaging the audience uh, and not insulting their intelligence. Indeed. You know? And that, that's, yeah. a, that's a very difficult but a beautiful yeah. challenge. And, and then finally, um, I think that uh, something about a film allows us to transcend time and place and flashback and um, and present uh, imagery that, uh, uh, that that communicates without words. Yeah. Uh, and so when that all works, uh, accompanied by a great score, yeah, I I don't I don't think there's anything other than uh, the mass that could yeah. exceed that. Wow. Honestly, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think we fall short pretty regularly. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. I mean, yeah. I do. I, yeah, I oh, we do. Yes. In the Christian space, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just feel like the low-hanging fruit gets, you yeah. know, Jesus saves you. When stuff goes bad, he's there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just feel like that's not a good film. No. Um, yeah. One of the criticisms of ODB films is that your movies give us homework. I think that's oh, the greatest compliment I've that's ever a heard. Great compliment. Sure. So you leave a film that we want to make, and you say, "You say, oh, now I have to go think about this, and right. not only think about it, now I need to go have a conversation about it." Yes. And I'm I'm over there high fiving everyone I've ever worked with. Sure. You know, yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah. looking at Eric Growth, the CEO of ODB, and we're like, "Yep, you did it. Yes. You nailed yeah. it. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. go." You know, yeah, that's the sure. good stuff, right? Because well, sure. it should be hard. A painting should leave you spellbound. It should not like sure. nice red, nice color, yeah, and then you yeah, move yeah. on. That's a bad painting. Right. 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 I mean, that's that's there's something to say for that. Yeah. It's way harder. Well, and um, to me, a film uh, along the lines that ODB and you and I are interested in creating uh, ought to be something that draws you to a higher level, uh, inspires you to aspire to great things. Indeed, uh, it 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 ought not to leave you confused or mm-hmm. or you know the the homework is about uh, let's go forward on this journey. Yeah, you know? um, yeah, um, and uh, and that's a great thing. I mean, yeah. it's it, it's the great. Um, Leaders of uh, in the church, for example, you think of uh, St. John Paul II and those uh, World Youth Day experiences. Indeed, that I know yeah. you. I've you been attended. to seven of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and what happens there? You know that that mm. doesn't just happen because people assemble, but you know there, there's a great, in a sense, film unfolding there. Indeed, vocations are, yeah, vocations, are, are yeah. tripling yeah, because yeah. of World Youth Day. Right, right. right. Something's right. going on there, right. and film yeah. can do that. Yeah. It can do that. Properly done. Tell me about um, the 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 Pro Life Partners Foundation. I want to understand yeah. the work you're doing. Yeah. This is not a political rally cry. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is an organization that is saying we're taking this issue very seriously. Right. But here's how we can help you. Right. right Unpack right. it for me. Yeah. So I was approached by some very talented uh, business people who uh, recognize and have supported pro life causes for decades, but they recognize an opportunity to. Um, look at the pro-life world and the over 2,000 entities that are out helping men, women, and children and uh, try to provide a way to sustain them so that they're not constantly fundraising. So the first um, goal is to establish endowments so that the interest generated from those endowments can provide operational funds smart do you uh, help them solicit donors for those endowments well is that part of we, it we or? we want to be very careful that we are not interfering with their own um dynamic with their donors right. and so forth right. uh, which so, is sensitive that's yeah, a sen- yeah, yeah. those are sensitive relationships exactly right? yeah. and so 
uh, so the way we're envisioning it is that uh, we will incentivize their efforts with their donors by indicating that when they reach, uh, let's say, a million dollars, that, that uh, we would then match that to double their endowment. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's, uh, it's a very ambitious project. Yeah. Um, Why endowments? But, well, uh, because there's, uh, there's a staying power. I think a number of people in the donor community um, you can experience um, donor fatigue, you know, where you're, there's no where, question. I mean, right. Film world has this. I mean, that's, yeah, that's very real. Right. Where they, where they're, uh, they're being approached all the time and yep. they're, they're hoping that there's impact. We think this message will resonate with those who want to be confident that by placing some of their donations in this endowment, they can be confident that in perpetuity forever, yeah. long-term uh, sustainable, sustainable funding. Yeah. That, mean, that, 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 this makes will, sense, and then you'll know that these organizations will be able to continue to do their work. I mean, I'm is that hoping, well received? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that is it I'm well received? That this will be so successful that we'll go out of business. So that because the oh, the, the, that. The, the the ultimate goal, of course, is to inspire the culture yeah. to be um, fully pro life, and, yeah. and that you know that w- then maybe all these funds would just go to building great communities. You yeah. Know? yeah. So is it well received? We're we're not yet. Um, it's very well received by the. Uh, pro-life entities that we've approached Good. They, they see the value Good. Um, we have not gone public in terms of um, our own fundraising because we're working our way through the 501c3 process with yeah. the IRS and all that yeah. but that's good I think it will I pro-life has to be has to mean pro-mom yeah oh for sure yeah. Oh, pro-life yeah. has to be pro-mom sure I think uh, a criticism of pro-life Movements. One is just it's become a political party instead of a spiritual ideology. Right, right, right. Um, but also is okay. All right, you tell us. Everybody's got to keep their baby. Yeah. Now we have um, an economic situation with um, some mothers that are, are, do not have the resources to navigate motherhood. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've found yourself in that work as well, that advocacy and support for mothers to say, no, 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 I want to walk with you. I want to help you to carry full term. I want to make sure that you know that there's a social consequence to the yes that is save your baby. Yeah. Do you sure. feel like you've, you're have you in that space as well? Yeah, and yeah. Can you I, speak to that I, a little bit? Yeah, so I am. Um one of my early prayers was to be able to have, if possible, a lot of daughters, as you do. And uh, because I do think this that kind of space is perhaps best navigated by other women. Um, sure. Because obviously, as a father, I have a heart for children and so forth. But I can't speak to the experience or the accompanying of that experience as directly. So um, I, I think that what we're trying to do is uh, help women understand that we are completely supportive of them and that the evidence is so clear that carrying your child to term is the best decision for you as well. That you, um, you know, you, you, there's so much evidence about the harm to the mothers who make this abortion decision on every level, from a spiritual, psychological to physical level. Yeah. That, um, uh, you know, so so it's the uh, carrying the child to term is best for the, the woman. Uh, the options after that have to be very clear so that she is empowered to make the option for whether or not to to raise the child or to let the child be adopted. Yep. But um and both of lot, those decisions require help, yeah, right? A lot I mean, of help. Yeah, both a lot of, of help. those decisions yeah, yeah. require a lot of help Absolutely, and organizational yeah. help. Right, but yeah. I'm not talking yeah. about handouts. Right, right, right. Right? We want right. to be that affirming but well, right. quite frankly on behalf of the Catholic Church. We yeah. want to be that church that sure. says, "Yeah, we're here." Yep. Yeah. Both in this adoption space but right. also in this how can I support you um and, and and nourish you as a mother. Right. And and help you through that 
that nine month process yeah. because uh, because in the long term um, the mother will be you know at much greater peace having yeah. gone there. Pro life is pro woman. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it, the it's majority of babies that are born are women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, another I, way of people I, often I, don't think about. That. I know. Yeah, and I know we're going to get nasty notes because yeah. I just said that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, but yeah. I, I shake my head and yeah, I just yeah. think yeah. I don't understand right. how eliminating women is pro women. Right. I don't not. understand how that's a thing. No, it's it, not. It it's, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's yeah. an emotional topic. You're taking it head on. You're kind of the tip of the spear, right, Matt. And right, I, I, right. I, I just like, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's, theme that we will never stop talking about in film, right. or television, right. or writings. Right. Yeah, What's yeah. next for you? What are you working on right now? Well, so I'm uh, delighted to be a part of a project that um, ODB is taking a close look at. We've been working on it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I hope that I can come back on your show another time. Oh, yeah. And talk about that project because, um, a- as you know, it's a, a project that I've been aware of for about 25 mm-hmm. years and mm-hmm. um, that is uh, very much near and dear to my heart because I I think um, that film if we're able to do it uh, will present a person who exemplifies all the attributes you're describing Doug yeah, and did, did it so well and uh, and I think that will help all of us to yeah you'll you'll know more about that in the near yeah. future <laughs> yeah, I yeah, promise yeah, we'll yeah. tell you about it <laughs> thank you uh, so that's that's a that's a part of what I'm trying to do I um, love that yeah, and then um, uh, you're still raising your kids yeah, too. I, was I say, mean, we're, you're still you're still a dad. Are, our youngest is a senior in high school, so we still have a, a fair amount of activity. And, I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's all My fun. oldest just gra- is graduating high school, yeah, yeah, so we're on the yeah. we're on the, like the opposite end of that little yeah, spectrum, which bridged. is fun. Yeah. That's great, yeah. Michael. I thank you that you just bring a lot of wisdom and a lot of uh, a lot of joy to topics that can seem so sensitive and dividing yeah. and I feel like you're a unifying voice Good. where can I learn more about um, the, the pro-life partners foundation where can I find it yeah so uh, we don't we do not yet have public information available so wow so this is so, really so it's, it's really very new. Brand new no it's wow. very, very new in fact um, if we have one more minute I'll just tell you that uh, I received a call about this in early December and I had just received um, a message from uh, a friend who tracks pro-life issues who was really discouraged that a federal judge had just made a decision against the pro-life mm-hmm. issue. And so I, I I looked up that judge and was struck that the judge had graduated near the top of his class at Harvard, uh, then Harvard Law. And I, I just said sort of out loud uh, as I was walking upstairs, I said, why are all these really talented people on the other side? What, what, you know, and, and I, I got this call like an hour later wow. <laughs> asking me to be a part of this. And I, wow. thought, you know, it was one of those um, moments where I just thought it's Providence. Yeah. It's that, Providence. And the, and the person who made the call said he had originally gotten the concept uh, two years ago at a retreat and yeah. had been praying about it, fasting about it for two years yeah. and then made the call that wow. day. So, so, um, all of that's to say is I, I I guess I'll have to come back on your show one no, more time to give no, you public stay information. Tuned. Pro-Life yeah. Partners, Partners Foundation. Foundation. Yeah, just yeah. stay tuned. Yeah. Michael Kenny, I'm so thankful. I love your I just love your smile. I love your wit and your hard work. I love walking next to you in the creativity of, of feature film space. Thank you. And I love your prayers Thank and your you. supports yeah. and your, your advocacy for what we're trying to accomplish. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. God oh, bless I, you. I'm so honored to be in your circle, Doug. This is amazing work you're doing. Awesome. Thank you. Take it easy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can enjoy all OSV Talks at osvtalks.com. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please rate and review our show wherever you like to listen. Friends, Innovative thinking is at the core of OSV, and OSV Talks is part of a much larger effort to be a catalyst 
for Catholic Innovation. OSV Institute for Catholic Innovation brings you these talks from prominent Catholic leaders to spark discussion, explore new or re-explore old approaches, and inspire creative thinking, all from the heart of the church. Until next time, God bless.